I had a doctor who I knew socially uh, tell me that I was not a natural woman because I didn't have the instinct to have kids. And I very quickly put him in his place. Hi, I'm Anna Olson, and you're listening to We're Not Kidding, a podcast devoted to sharing stories surrounding the child-free life. As a life coach, I'm passionate about helping women feel confident and empowered in their choice not to have children. And I believe that by sharing our stories, we help break the stigma. So let's dive in. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I'm so excited. Today, our guest is Patty Thornicroft. Patty and I connected through Instagram, and I am just so excited to have Patty on and to share, have her share her story with all of you. I think you're really going to love her too. So Patty, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. I love what you're doing, and I'm excited to tell others about what you're doing. Just to start, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So I'm Patty. I live in the suburbs of Toronto, Canada, and I am a huge traveler, which you can probably see from behind as well. But um, so for those who can't see and are just listening, uh, I'm sitting in front of my, I call it our uh, wall of travel. We have a bunch of pictures up of our travels. So I have been fortunate enough to travel to 75 countries and it's been my lifestyle. I am very passionate about this subject of being child-free by choice uh, because it's been a big part of my life and it's my lifestyle. And so, yeah, I'm just so happy to be here and talk to you. And I love that we are actually able to talk about this subject and getting it out there for people. Yes. Yes. Me too. And thank you for being a voice. Like I really appreciate anyone who is willing to share their story because I think it does help other people feel seen and heard or have something to relate to. I've been talking with a lot of people recently about how it's like, if you, you know, kind of go the traditional route, you can sort of see what life will be like because we have it examples everywhere in the media, in our social circles. But when you choose to not go the traditional route, it's kind of either like overwhelming because you can do anything and everything almost. And so we need more examples and stories to hear to to help build that idea out. So thank you for coming on. And you guys, I'm sorry for those who can't see it because her wall of travel is incredible. Fortunately, she does have some of these documented on Instagram too. So you can get a, you can get a sneak peek there too. So going back to the child-free topic, how did you come to this decision? How did you decide to be child-free? So it really, uh, when I was growing up, I had always thought I'm going to have kids because I'm, I'm older And at that time, it was definitely not something that you thought there was a choice. Um, You know, so I I grew up in a uh, on a farm in uh, in Ontario in Canada, and I had a really close family. You know, my family, we were always together, had a great time. And I have a sister. And so I just thought, oh, I'm going to grow up. I want two daughters, just like my family. And that's how it is. And then the older I got the more I would look at pregnant women and I would be like, Oh my God, no, 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 no. I I, like, I'm not there. I'm not there. And, but I always thought, you know, I'll get there. And I worked in Seoul, Korea for a year. I worked in London, England for a couple of years. I traveled all around, came back to Canada and thought, okay, you know, I'm going to settle down now. Now I'm going to want kids. 
I came back and I still kept looking at pregnant women. And I was like, oh my God, no, no, I can't do this. I don't, I don't want to do this. And that went on for quite a while. Like I tried to want kids. I mm. really did try to want kids because, um, because that has, you know, that's what I had thought I would do probably by about 34, probably, but I was about 34 years old. And I finally was like, this is ridiculous. I don't want kids. Um, and probably, you know, I have to credit my mom, my dad, and my sister for, for that hmm. because they were the most supportive and they kept telling me throughout the years, look, if you don't want kids, why are you like, don't like, you don't want, you don't have to try to want them. You just don't, it's not for you. It's not for everybody. And so I think, you know, with their support, it made it so much easier. And then I just, I was so confident in my decision when I turned, you know, it was around, yeah, 34. And then I was just like, nope, that's it. I'm done. And I just like, I never looked back, never had, never had a regret. So I, it kind of just came to that. Wow. Yeah. And I totally relate to that. I grew up thinking I would have kids, right? Exactly. Like what you said, I thought, Oh, I love my family. I'll have a family like this one day. And then I also just waited and waited and just thought like a switch would flip and I would suddenly want them and it never came and never came. So I totally identify with what you described there. And that's awesome that your family was so supportive and sort of helped mirror that that was okay. And that that was you or very natural to who you were. When you made the decision, you said you never look, you've never looked back. No. Was there a shift internally when you finally were like, okay, this isn't something I'm going to give my, my thought to anymore. I'm just going on with my life. Yeah. And, and yeah, it kind of was like that. And it wasn't like during the years, like my late twenties and, and early thirties, um, it wasn't that I was, you know, focusing all my thoughts on do I want kids or not? It was just kind of there in the background. And, but I did like, I don't want it to make it sound as though I struggled. You know, it was my everyday thoughts. It was just something that came to me. And when I finally did make that decision and finally said, okay, that's it. Yeah. I never looked back. It was kind of like, it was a little bit like a weight got lifted off of my shoulders. And I was able to just say, you know what, this is my lifestyle. I absolutely love my life. I had like, I loved my late twenties, my early thirties. I still love my life, but yeah. I, was, I was wandering around the world. I was having experiences that were just incredible. And I, you know, and I didn't want it to stop. I loved life and I loved it. And I still do. That's incredible. And I, and I think that's so good to hear too, because I think sometimes, you know, a lot of us are told you'll regret your decision. And so to hear that someone was like, no, this life is good, which I feel like is kind of where I'm at. It's like, I want to keep doing this, but will one day I be like, Hmm, maybe I don't want this anymore. What is your experience as a child-free woman been like? So it, it's been really interesting growing up. And then when I got to my late twenties and early thirties, people kept saying, cause I was married. So just to kind of give a background, I I'm in my second marriage um, and we have a fantastic marriage. So um, second time around was awesome. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, but during my first marriage, you know, people kept saying, oh, when are you going to have kids? Now you're married. When are you going to have kids? And, and I'm sure, you know, everybody gets that. And I was always pretty upfront about my decision. And even, even when I was a little undecided, I was still like, well, I might not. Mm. And, uh, you know, that kind of shocked people. But when I finally did say, okay, enough is enough, then people were, they had a lot of judgment. So they would say, you're going to regret it. You know, you've got to settle down at some point. You can't keep, you know, living how you're living. And a lot of judgment that uh, I was selfish. Uh, I had a doctor who I knew socially uh, tell me that I was not a natural woman because I didn't have the instinct to have kids. And I very quickly put him in his place and said he should be ashamed of himself and he should know better. I was always very upfront and about my decision. And I took it as an opportunity to educate people. It, you don't have to live a certain way. Not everybody wants to have kids or, or needs to have kids to be to have a happy and fulfilled life. And I kind of took it as an opportunity to, to let people know there's another way. So I know a lot of women have had trouble with that, like the things that people say. And I would say, like, if you are confident in your decision, be confident right back in your answer to people. Because if they are asking or, or judging you, I would always just be very blunt right back and let them know. I think part of it too, I've been thinking, I think there's a few reasons. I think one, you know, it comes from maybe a bit of jealousy at times, and I'm not saying everybody, but maybe just a jealousy that I was very happy in how I was living. I was very happy, confident with my decision. And I was doing, you know, experiences that, that they were not doing. And not to say that one lifestyle is better than the other. If you want kids, that's great. If you don't want kids, that's great too. But, you know, it's just different experiences. I was able to do experiences that they weren't. They had experiences that I didn't have. I'm okay with that, but they should be okay with what I was doing as well. Yeah. I think that's such a good point that, you know, we often, the whole regret thing is often like, oh, you're going to regret not having the special bond or, or what it's like to have this immediate family in the traditional sense. And I think what we don't think of is the regret on the other side. You know, parents would also face regret, regret of not having the experiences of the freedom of not being tied down with children or, and, and what that entails, just like the logistics of having kids. And so I, I like how you've shed a light on that here with sometimes people are coming from a place of jealousy, whether or not they realize it, because your example shows them something that maybe they would have enjoyed too. I also think uh, over the years, you know, some of the people that have talked to me and, and said some, you know, interesting things to me, I think it also speaks to their uh, nature and I don't want to be rude or offend anyone, but I think sometimes it's a bit of narrow-minded thinking mm. on their part. And so when you think that there's only one right way to live, 
it's a bit narrow-minded, I think. And it's not that, you know, a lot of people will say things and they don't realize what they're saying and they don't, I know they don't mean any ill intent, uh, but it, you know, I know it for a lot of women, it is very difficult to, to take that, like to take those comments and to know how to reply back in a respectful manner. So I always tried to be respectful when I told them this is not how, you know, I didn't want kids, but I wanted to be very blunt. And I think people, they knew I was confident in my decision and I never really had a hard time. And I was able to kind of laugh it off at times. The only thing that, that kind of bothered me at times is when people assumed I had a bad childhood. And because I would get that too, like, oh, you had a bad childhood. That must be why you don't want kids. It, you know, it can't be just, I just don't want kids. And because I actually had the opposite. I had a fantastic childhood. Like my family's still close. It had nothing to do with that. This is just a choice for me. Yeah. And I love your outlook that when someone makes a comment, it's an opportunity to educate. And I think that just shifting into that mindset takes us off of the defensive stance, which is easy to, I mean, that feels very easy and natural, um, especially because this is still an underrepresented and not very well understood choice socially, but it's just kind of like a little mind shift or reframing to think, okay, this is an opportunity to educate someone. And I think also like you were speaking the confidence, it sounds like this is something that you were pretty confident in. And for those who aren't like, I am one who wasn't, but I did find, and I think I've talked about this with other people too, as I explored and understood my own reasons more for this choice, then that confidence came and it became easier to navigate those things as well. And I think, you know, I was always um, the type of kid. So when we would go to places, you know, my sister, my sister is a born mother. She always has been, always will be. She's like the perfect mom. So when we were little, we'd go to a house. And when there was a baby, my sister was right at the baby. She'd be wanting to pick it up. Me, I did not want to hold any babies at all. If they had a dog, I was with the dog or the cat or the whatever. I, I was with the animals. My sister was with the <laughs> kids. So it, it was it was pretty clear, I think, Um you know, that just wasn't for me. And, but I do have two nieces and I adore them. We love spending time together. And I always tease them that, that I'm their favorite aunt. Um, <laughs> and we have a, re we have a really cool relationship. So it's not that I don't like kids. It's just not for me. Oh, I totally relate. I also have always been drawn to the, the animals. Um, still, <laughs> I have yeah. to admit still, <laughs> But yeah, I had a sister too. Well, I have several, but the one closest in age to me and I would see her kind of gravitate the other way. And I internalized that. Well, I expected for a long time that eventually I would do that too. You know, I was like, oh, she's a little bit older than me. Like, you know, yeah. I'll, when I'm her age, maybe I'll be interested in the little kids or the babies more. And then, you know, I would keep like reaching her ages <laughs> and then yeah. it wasn't happening. And um, yeah. And then I internalized that as, oh, there must be something wrong with me, but eventually just kind of realizing, no, this is just who I am and, and that's okay. And yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that example of like kind of who we are when we were younger can be very informing of just our inherent traits and tendencies. 
Yes. And I do want to say too, um, I might be jumping all over here, but I, a lot of people say, oh, you're going to regret this decision when you're older. Like you need to really think about this. You're going to regret it. Um, I want to say to every woman out there listening, I have not had one minute of regret. It is like, I still absolutely love my life. My husband and I have the best time together like just not a moment's regret. So don't let anybody uh, tell you or, or scare you, try to scare you really into having kids because, you know, we get called selfish a lot. Our women who don't want kids, we get called that a lot. And I actually think it's the opposite. Um, I have always said that, you know, if you are not going to be a hundred percent committed to kids, because it, it is a lifestyle and your lifestyle has to revolve around kids. If you want to, you know, do it right. Um, I knew I couldn't do that. I knew I didn't want to do that. So for me, I think it's selfish to have kids just because society thinks you should. And if you're not going to give it your all, it's not fair to the child and it's not fair to your, yourself. And so that I think is a more selfish decision. So that, that idea that we are selfish has always kind of, I've been perplexed about that because I see it the opposite way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm ready to wrap this up. Like that was good. I think that's all we need to say here today. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) No, I totally agree. Absolutely. Like you said, it's, yeah. If you're not fully in it and you're doing it because you should, because you're pressured into it, which is hard to, I'm sure separate in the moment, but you're doing it for external validation. It's not an internal, this is what I want. This is what's right for me. It's more, and I'm a people pleaser. So that's like, you know, I could have easily gone down that route. And I, I think I came close a few times in my twenties and I'm just so grateful that like, I didn't for whatever reasons and had the time to like figure out who I was and make the choice from what's best for me. And it's interesting that selfish is held up as such like a shaming yes. word. Yes. Um, because I think if you're living life selfishly, what is that? Is it it's living life in a way that's right for you? Uh, and if you're doing that, you're going to be a kinder, nicer human, I think. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just I I know women struggle, young women struggle with that a lot that, you know, they get called that and you're going to have regret. And I work at a hospital. And so I've even had um, uh, residents come up to me, young women, and they have actually said, look, I'm struggling with this decision. Uh, Have you ever had regret? I've had more, you know, more than a couple people come up to me and ask me that. And because everyone knows at work, you know, I've been so outspoken about it. Everybody knows how I feel. And, and I actually was really happy that they came up to ask me because I was able to honestly say, no, like, no, I've never had a moment's regret. I I don't think I ever will. I am old enough now to know if I would regret it. Hmm. And, um, and it actually made them feel better because they were feeling almost scared into having kids. And that's never a good reason to have kids. Yeah. And I think you're such a powerful example too, of how important it is, you know, if you have the confidence to be able to speak up about it, because you became someone trusted that people could go to a safe space to be like, Hey, I'm questioning this. And thank you for being that person out there. (laughs) Um, 
because especially if for many of us, we don't have child-free examples in our lives. You know, I didn't know anyone who was child-free till I was in my mid twenties. And then I was like, oh, that's, that's a, it was a couple. And I was like, wow, that's a, that's a lifestyle. That's cool. (laughs) And they're dear friends. Yeah. And I think, you know, I've been able to have so many uh, experiences. I, you know, I said this earlier, so I'm going to kind of relate it back to travel right now, because I know a lot of my followers are interested in the travel part of things. And it's not to say that families can't travel and they don't travel because I know a lot of families do with kids. It's just maybe a different type of traveling. And so I have been able, again, you know, it's different experiences. So I have been able to, I've been paragliding, I've been uh, skydiving, I've been, you know, all of these crazy things a little bit. Um, And maybe if you had kids, you wouldn't just, you know, hop out of a plane so quick as, right. uh, as, you know, as I would. And so it's just different, again, just different experiences and one's not better or, or worse. It's just what's good for you. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And speaking to your travel, how did that become such an integral part of your life? As you said, when we started this, you've been to 75 countries. How did that become a part of your life and how have you integrated that into your life? So I, I always had a fascination with travel when I was younger and, and we grew up, we didn't have a lot of money. Um, I didn't own a passport until I was 21 years old. So it was just always in me. I had a fascination with the world. And when I did my first trip, I loved it. And then it took off. And when, so when I graduated from university, it was at a time here in my province where there were no jobs. And so uh, a girlfriend and I, we went to South Korea taught English for a year. And then, oh my God, after that, I just, I was a little travel bug um, (laughs) still. And I've always made it a priority in my life. So even, you know, even when I came back, I was out of Canada for about four and a half years. And when I came back to Canada, I moved to Toronto, but even then, you know, I always made it a priority. I'm a budget geek. I will say that about myself. I have all, I've been good with money. I've always been able to save money for travel and I've made that a priority and so every year I just kind of went to these different places and it's become a huge part of my lifestyle Um, my husband absolutely loves it just as much as I do and so we make it a priority now and we have had just the most wonderful experiences traveling and we will continue to do so (laughs) So it sounds like you really prioritize it in financially, like budgeting for it, as well as just booking the trips and doing it, making it a priority in your life. That's amazing. And it's fit fit really well with my um, choice of lifestyle, like, you Mm. know, like not having kids, it's fit really well. And it's a perfect fit. Yeah. Do you have any uh, travel advice for those who want to make it more once travel is more easily accessible again, um, for those who want to make it a part of their life, how to do so, especially maybe if they aren't as financially free right now. I think, you know, there's a few things for me It always, and it didn't matter how much money I made. I always had a little separate travel account. And so I would kind of just automatically put money in away every month. And it's surprising how it adds up. You know, even on like single on my own, not making that much, I was able to to do things and, and, 
you know, it might not be as often as you want when you're younger, but if you make it a priority to have that separate little savings account, that's a good thing to do. If, if there are people who are single and are a little scared of going, you know, to anywhere international or, or anywhere, there are, you know, there are groups uh, that you can join. That's always a good way to kind of start into things as well. And then you kind of get a taste for travel and do you like it? Is it your thing? And then it also gives you the confidence to know uh, that you can do it on your own. Um, mm -hmm. You know, once you do it in a group and you kind of get the feel for, for traveling around, you can do it on your own and it gives you that confidence. So those would be the two things I would say, um, maybe try. Yeah, those are great. Absolutely. And I want to also bring it back to your Instagram page. How did that come to be with all your travel photos? It's incredible. Can you talk a bit about that? Oh my gosh, that was a complete surprise. So I am not techno, like I'm not good on technology and uh, I actually get teased about it. And so people had always said, oh, you should do an Instagram. And I was like, no, no, it's not for me. And, you know, during COVID, when it first hit, it was hard not being able to plan and research and book trips. And so I just started it and I thought, you know, it made me really happy to go through all of our pictures. And so I thought I'm just going to put a picture on and it's going to make me happy. I don't care what happens. It just makes me happy. And it just kind of took off. And I have met like it's really been incredible, like social media can get a bad reputation, but when you use it right. And I think when you're grounded and, and you know how to use it, it is just fantastic. Like I have met people, it has allowed me to talk, travel, see travel, uh, learn about new places for the last couple of years that I would never have thought possible. It's allowed me to do stuff like this, which yeah. I think is just so amazing. Like I would never have done that without my, my travel account. And so I am, I just love it. That's so cool. I agree. I had a very similar kind of experience with social media where I'm just blown away at who I've been able to connect with like yourself. And yeah. like you said, it's when you can use it in the right ways and have boundaries with yourself and with other people, like it's, yeah. it can be an incredible way to meet people and connect and, and not feel so isolated, which is really yeah. important for this child-free community as well. I've, I've found so. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, and you know, I think I do have quite a few followers that are child-free and I've talked to a few of them and I think it is nice, um, that we can have that conversation and it it does, I think make people feel better that, you know, you can see other people living exactly the life that, that you want or, or that you're trying to have. And I think it is, I think it's a really good tool and it makes people feel less alone. Something that you were speaking about earlier, I wanted to circle back to, if that's okay. You know, when you were talking about, you have no regrets, which I think is really, really huge and really empowering to hear. Did you ever fear that you would regret it? You know what? I don't think I did. I think maybe when I initially made the decision, like maybe in my mid thirties, I might've had a thought, you know, well, what if, but it was a little fleeting because you know what? I, I'm not somebody who has been, I, I don't have a lot of regrets because yeah. I am 
somebody I'm very practical I'm very organized and when I I kind of approach many things in life you know you've got to make a decision and you don't look back mm. um, and and you, because what's the point of doing that if you if you make a decision you go with it you make the best you know make the best of what you did or 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 have because it's useless looking back. And so I, not something that I've struggled with because, and maybe that, I don't know if that's just because of how my personality is that I I don't see the point in that. I think that's so, what you just said is so important. It's making a decision and kind of just sticking to it, recognizing that you have the present moment and, and you'll make the most of it and make most of whatever comes in the future and that you are in control, I think. Yes. of of your own happiness of your own choices and there are there's no right and wrong there's like pros and cons to everything and if you can focus Absolutely. on the good and keep working towards what you want and keep dreaming yeah absolutely and i think that's with every decision you make in life yes absolutely really? you just have to go with it and you make the best of it and you will deal with whatever comes up at the time. And I, I'm a big believer in things happening for a reason. Mm. Um, so I, I will always make the best of every situation I'm in. Yeah. And I imagine that as a traveler, that is something you've had to lean on. Oh yes, absolutely. When you're in the middle of nowhere and I've had, so I've had a couple situations where I have done, I've been on trips by myself and I have had to, might've been in a couple sticky situations and I've had to, I'm like, okay, I either do this or this, and I have to go with my gut decision and I go with it. And mm. you have to, you have to, because, um, when you're on your own in a different country and sometimes in the middle of nowhere, you better be sure about your decision and just go with it. <laughs> How did you learn to trust your gut like that? Years. I'm older. I think (laughs) it gets, it gets easier as you get older. Um, when you're younger, it, it, sometimes you will be like, "Mm, okay, I'll go with this one. But the older you get, the easier it gets. And I think you see from life experience that what maybe sometimes at the moment you wonder, Hmm, why is it, why is this happening? But after a while, and it might be a day or a year, things always happen for a reason. And, and you can, I mean, usually you can make things okay with whatever happens. That's kind of been my experience, just seeing that things have really worked out whatever way I went. That's cool. You mentioned that, you know, you've been child-free for a while now Do you think that this choice is becoming more common? Do you think it's becoming less stigmatized? What do you, do you see a progression here at all in your own lived experience? Yeah, for sure. Cause when I was growing up, it was definitely, there were not many, uh, not many of us choosing this at all. And I see now in the younger generation, and I think I see it more since I have my Instagram account, I'm seeing the younger generation really, yeah, choosing, like really making a, a choice. It's not. I think it's, I don't want to say it's easier because I I don't think it's an easy decision for anyone, but I think there are more examples these days, which might give women a little more hope. Um, And so I, yeah, I have seen a progression and I think it's, 
maybe becoming a little more talked about, which I love. It's always been a subject that I have been pretty passionate about. And I love talking about it because I, I want people to know it is a choice. And so, yeah, I, I think it's a good thing. Mm, yeah. So one thing that we talked about when we talked previously before this recording was how like for me personally, I came to this decision within marriage. So I never dated with the lens of I'm child-free and I'm looking for a child-free partner, but you did. And I'm curious how, how you navigated that. And if you have advice for dating and yeah, just what you would say to the listeners who are navigating child-free dating. Yeah. So I got divorced and it had nothing to do with the the child uh, decision. I'll say that like it had nothing to do with that. And so when I started dating, it was at that point I knew and I was confident in my decision. And so I would be very upfront with um, any person I was dating, like any guy I was dating. And for my current husband, you know, we had the conversation very early on and it would, thank goodness we were both on the same page. Exactly. And I think it's an important discussion to have earlier. What I would say is that you should have the discussion pretty early on because having kids or not is not something you can compromise on. It's either one you're in or you're out. And if you are, if you know, you don't want kids, then there's no point in wasting your time and there's no point in wasting, you know, the other person's time. So my advice would be to just be upfront and uh, have the discussion because if that person wants kids and, and you don't, then clearly you're not right for each other. That's the bottom line. And so I, that's the approach that I always took with dating and sometimes it will work out and sometimes it won't, but just know that there will be there will be people out there that don't want kids and you will meet that person eventually and just be upfront. Yeah. I love that. And I love how you, the way you framed it just made me think, yeah, it's a, it's respectful to yourself and it's respectful to the other person to be upfront about it. And like you said, it isn't something that you can negotiate. No, really. Yeah. (laughs) You're all in or you're all out. Yeah. You can't have half a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Right. One other question I have is what opportunities has being child-free allowed you to say yes to in your life? I think I have had, you know, as I said, I have loved my life. I love my life. I continue to love my life. My husband and I have a great time. We, we love our life. I think it's allowed us to say yes to things that you might not do. So, you know, for example, like I said, you know, I've been skydiving. I've been um, doing all these. A couple of years ago, my husband and I went up the CN Tower in Toronto and we did the edge walk, which um, I still can't believe we did that. Oh, my that gosh. Scary. Um, for, for those who don't know, you're up on the CN Tower and you're outside walking around the edge and you're leaning off. So, you know, and just going to countries that you might not be able to go to with kids. You know, I have really loved the off the beaten path type places. And so I've been to places like uh, Ethiopia, Madagascar, you know, so we've been able to, we did, Oh, we did the Trans-Siberian railway uh, just before COVID hit. Oh, wow. Uh, So, you know, things like that, it would be a lot tougher if you have kids to do it and it's not to say you can't do it, it just would be tougher. So we've been able to say yes to things like that much easier for years now. And we are, we could not be more grateful for Hmm. all the experiences that we have done. 
Yeah. You just kind of radiate this joy and, and enthusiasm and for your life, which I just love. And it's really fun. I mean, I know we've only connected through a computer screen, but I still feel like I can connect to that energy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and I think that that's just a sign of a life really well lived and really in tune with yourself, you know, really living authentically your best life. A great way to put it. I think you have to know yourself too. And again, that comes, you know, that comes with age, but I do think I've, I have known myself fairly well throughout the years. And again, I've got to credit my mom, my dad, and my sister for that. Um, my family just gave me such a solid foundation. And I think they allowed me just to be confident in who I was at any age. And so Yeah, I'm really grateful for that because I think knowing yourself will allow you to be more confident in your decision and it will allow you to kind of brush off the comments that you get from a decision of not having kids and going against society. Absolutely. Yeah, that is such an important point. I don't want to wrap up, but... Do you have any like favorite trips or travel memories or anything that you want to share? Oh my gosh. I think, so I always get asked like, what are my favorite countries? And it's pretty hard to choose, but I usually say my favorites are, and and in no particular order, Namibia, Madagascar, Russia, Myanmar. Oh my God. I love Myanmar, Jordan. I have had a particular interest in animals in wildlife. And so I've done a couple of safaris And I've had some really excellent animal experiences. Like I spent a day with the elephants in Laos and I'm really big on ethical animal tourism, uh, which is, yeah, it's a, I'd love to do something with that in the future. And so, you know, things like that, I've absolutely loved. There's been so many things, like so many favorite things. I think we, so our last trip was the Trans-Siberian yeah. and we went, uh, through Russia into Mongolia, into the Gobi desert. And it was honestly one of our best trips. Wow. So, and we, both my husband and I feel uh, very grateful for all that we've been able to do, especially over the last two years since it's, you know, come to a halt. So we will never take travel for granted again. Mm. Not that we yeah. ever did, but I like for sure now. Yeah. What does the future look like? Do you have some that you're planning or? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, it's a little tough still right now with all the, you you never know what's going to shut down. Um, We've got a few ideas for this year. I'm going to keep it a surprise for my followers. Ah, Okay. Okay. But I am like, yeah, I'm really hoping it works out. Yeah, I really, I like our plans this year. So I'm hoping. <laughs> cool. And and for those of you not following it, you'll just have to get the answer to that question by following Patty's Instagram page. <laughs> well, this has been lovely. I As we wrap up, I'm curious um, if there's any additional advice you'd like to share with the listeners. Uh, I think reach out. I think reach out and talking about it is the biggest thing. If you keep it inside, because it is, it is very tough. It's a tough decision. It is tough to go against society. It is tough when you have people judging you and making some comments that uh, don't always feel great. Reach out. You know, if anyone ever wants to talk to me, this is a subject I'm always happy to talk to people about. 
just don't keep it inside. And I, I would say, don't feel ashamed or don't mm-hmm. let people make you feel bad about this decision. You know, one of the things I think we haven't talked about this and I was going to come back to this, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, well, who's going to take care of you when you're older? Yes. Like it, having kids does not necessarily mean you are going to be looked after. I see it in the hospital every single day. It does not always happen. So if that is your reason for having one of your reasons for having kids, not a good one from my experience. So just don't let people like do that to you. Just yeah. talk and be, you know, educate them and be very confident in your decision and educate them. From my experience, the more upfront I was and the more I was able to say, you know, this is why, and these are my reasons the less I got, they were just like, okay. Mm, Yeah. I love that. Just being open, being upfront, seeing it as a way to educate people. And also just like, you seem to be a wonderful example of just like living your truth, knowing yourself and living as your full self. Yeah. Don't shy away from a conversation. And, And I know it's difficult for people, for some women, for sure. But reach out, reach out and talk to anybody who you, a good friend, anyone who's in the same position or to me, I'm always happy to talk. Awesome. Thank you, you so much. Yeah. Perfect person. You are the perfect person to talk to. I am. I am here as well. <laughs> Thank you. And so how can people reach you? So I, you can look up my, um, my Instagram account. I'm at Patty travel adventures and then yeah, just If you just want to say hi or just uh, have any questions about what I said today, just give me a shout. Awesome. Yeah. And I will link that in the show notes. Wonderful. This has been so fun. (laughs) I've loved it. Oh, good. (laughs) Me too. Thank you so much for connecting, for coming on and sharing your story. I think your message is so powerful and so needed. So thank you. Oh, thank you for doing this. Yeah, my pleasure. Absolutely. (laughs) Awesome. All right. We'll catch you next time. Hey, listener, real quick before you go, if you're curious what it might be like to work with a coach around any aspect of your child-free life or the decision to have kids in the first place, you can book a free 45-minute clarity call with me through my Instagram page. My handle is at Coach Anna Olson, and you'll find a link to book your session in the link tree. I cannot wait to talk to you.